Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 387 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. And this question was sent by Lukas. He writes, Hi, I suggest you a new subject with a pinch of salt. Organ playing as a fitness. Yesterday evening I spent more than one hour with the Bach Trio Sonatas. When I finished, I was completely wet. Maybe you could make a list of pieces that not only builds the skills, but also takes care of the physical form of the organist. At the beginning of the list of pieces that make me wet, I'll put, uh, of course, Bach Trio Sonatas. What you will add to this list what your friends from all over the world will add to it i'm very curious to know what your experiences are in this matter lukas so <clears throat> do you think osha that uh, uh, playing trio sonatas by bach is a good fitness well i you know i'm astonished at this question actually because you know, if after playing trio sonatas for one hour you are all wet, it means that you are doing something really, really wrong in your practice. It shouldn't be like that, because trio sonatas are such an elegant pieces. I agree that we are hard to play mm-hmm. because of the coordination between you know, hands and legs, but but it's it's very graceful music in itself. So you shouldn't be wet after playing them. Maybe um, the level of uh, Lukas, for example, isn't uh, yet suitable for Trisnats, and therefore it, it's very demanding. Well, I cannot know, judge or decide about that because I haven't heard him playing. But 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 in general, I don't think that any organ composition. Uh, will make you, you know, to sweat like that. It, it's 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 not normal thing. I think you need to check up on your health state. Because it means that something is really wrong with your body. What about, uh, well, let's say, Durufle Toccata? Well, 
I haven't played Duroflet Toccatas, but I played some difficult pieces by Max Rieger, for example. Max Rieger, yeah, good example. Or other, other no pieces by Maurice Duroflet. But, but I have never been, you know, wet after playing even entire recital, unless it's very hot and humid in the room. But it doesn't know. It's not related with playing. What if the instrument itself makes it hard to play, like depressing the keys? Still, have you ever been wet in St. John's Church? No, but I'm used to it. Maybe other people could. Well... Do you think it's normal to be wet after playing trio sonata? Maybe... Maybe... I'm just trying to guess. Maybe... Maybe there is something in the music itself that makes people sweat. Well, but when it's related not with, you know, physical... Yeah. Not with body, you know, physical things, but more with the mental, mental yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for example, your body is very efficiently moving, at least should be moving. Remember how contemporaries of Bach would describe his movement that the instrument would play him itself and he just barely moves his hand and feet. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Because all the movements that we organ needs to be as little as possible. Mm-hmm. And another thing, you know... Um, I got the impression that you know, Lukas thinks that after practicing organ you don't need to exercise because organ does it for you. Practicing organ will replace gym. And that's a very wrong assumption. Mm-hmm. That's, you know... <laughs> Otherwise we would all be athletes. Sure, sure, yes. <laughs> sure. But... but um, doesn't matter how many hours you practice on the organ, it will not replace you know, the real exercise. Movement of yes. body. So, besides that, you really need to find some physical activities to do. Because, yes, it would be wonderful you know, if you would just practice organ and that's it. And you wouldn't need you know, to do any other exercises. Pull, pull-ups. Or, or whatever or push-ups or whatever yes what whatever works mm-hmm. but well you know I don't think it's a good feeling that you feel on the organ as you no know, being at the gym but some energy energy is required of when course, you play it some. requires a lot of energy mm-hmm. but but I would see that it requires more mental energy than you know than uh, physical energy. And this is evident from the fact that when you, for example, or me, return to the organ bench after illness, or after being sick for a couple of weeks, then it's kind of requires a few days to get used to this activity, right? It's it's difficult. It's physically probably also difficult. Sure, but you know, when you are sick and not feeling well, then any kind of activities will give you a lot of you know, pain and struggle. Like now I had this you know, sinus infection 
really bad and had you know to treat myself with antibiotics. So even eating lunch was you know a challenge for me because sometimes I would be so wet that I would have to change my clothes twice, you know, during my lunch. You know, I would love to do a list of top 10 organ pieces uh, to improve your biceps. <laughs> or top 10 organ pieces I, to I improve your, your abs, to have uh, six-pack abs. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it wouldn't be fair. But what I could tell you, and I think it's the true, if you have you no know, good muscles on your body, <laughs> yes, especially in the abdominal mm-hmm. area, it will really ease in you playing pieces like trio sonatas. Mm-hmm. Top 10 pieces that will make uh, your yoga uh, practice seem like uh, a kindergarten. <laughs> that would be fun. Well, but you know, I think for different people, different pieces present different challenges. For example, for me, it was really never hard to play trio sonatas. And I'm telling this not because I want you know, to, to show show up show off show off yes not because I want to show off but because it's really easy for me to control three voices three single voices we can be very hard but still very we are only three of them and it's pretty easy for me to control them but in the thick textures where no I need to stretch my arm a lot I struggle you know very hard and for example, for me, it's much easier to play, let's say, Durufle than to play Max Reger. Because some, 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 some of his textures are just you no, know, almost impossible for my hands to play and to reach. What about uh, Peter Eben's Laudes? Well, still, it was much easier than I expected when I played it. What about... Um, so of course, that rhythm you know, gives gives trouble. You really need to learn how to count. But but uh, as soon as you really force yourself to, to count, then everything is just fine. Because still, you know, Eben played organ himself. He, he knew what what to write and what, you know, fits the organ. So he didn't write something impossible to play. It fits the hand. Yes, it fits the hand. Pretty, pretty, pretty nicely, actually. I see. You know what uh, we could do is to give uh, top 10 uh, organ music uh, uh, for listeners' fitness. Uh, you know, organ plays and uh, listeners jump around and, and run around the church in, in the meter of 3-4 or 4-4? Four, four. Well, and you know, for example, if I would like to torture myself, I would probably have to pick up and play a big cycle of Olivia Messian, especially of his lead cycles. And then I would think <laughs> I would not even be wet, but I would probably even cry. Mm-hmm. Because well, you would sleep like a baby. Yes, and you know, people often say that if you don't like somebody, some compositions or some composer, you probably don't know anything about, you know, in depth about his style or you know his ideas, and and 
the Vermessian is what I really know style very well because I analyzed it so many times in a great detail about all his compositional techniques and his philosophy and sometimes I like to listen to his music but it's such a challenge to play because of his very very slow tempo you need to be really patient and those no rhythmic values no uh, added added rhythmic values yeah it's just a horrible Try to count, you know, yourself. It's called uh, additive rhythms, yes? Yes. Thanks, guys. We hope this was useful to you. Please remember to exercise uh, not only your mind, but your body, um, besides playing the organ, because, in general, it's a sitting activity. And sitting activity is not very healthy for your body. Sure. Mm Mm-hmm. And please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. 
Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.